Welcome to Spark Creators, a podcast that empowers kids to learn, create, and become. This podcast invites creators and entrepreneurs from all over to share their stories and ideas. We believe every kid is creative. It's just a matter of taking that first step and starting now. We hope this podcast can inspire you to create something that makes a difference in the world. If you want to stay inspired, remember to subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Or visit us at peachandplumlab.com slash podcast. For a lot of kids, summer break probably has already started. So I hope this whole series of creating greeting cards or paper-based products can be helpful for autistic parents and kids who wanted to spend some time at home and making your own products and potentially sell them. All right, so you're a parent of autistic kids who like to draw and paint, but you're not sure if his or her autistic skills can Uh, turn him into an entrepreneur. Of course, it is totally possible and I will show you guys how. But before we get started, I want you guys to learn about two things and I hope that we can be on the same page turning kids art and doodles into products that can sell. First of all, kids art has their unique beauty and aesthetic appeal. Even Pablo Picasso said, it took me four years to paint like Raphael, but a lifetime to paint like a child. Many great artists appreciate children's art because it is really pure, natural, and beautiful on its own way. So you as a parent should love your child's work as much as they do, so you can help them turn their art into products. Second, Art is a form of expression and it can be delivered on many medias like paper, canvas, or other surfaces. So even if your child created something on a very simple letter-sized paper, the art can still be scanned and reused to print on many other things. That is the beauty of creating printable products. So don't assume that your child or your children have to use very fancy canvas or very expensive uh, painting materials to create a piece that, that can sell. We're not just talking about selling art in a gallery, but we are talking about moving that art piece, like the, uh, the look of it, into a surface, a media that we can sell to a massive market that will have all kinds of buyers who would appreciate kids on their art and their their drawings. All right, now I believe you are on the same page with your kids to create and also sell uh, their artwork. Now let's get started with the process. So how can you create a greeting card business? First of all, create greeting cards, right? The first thing definitely is to create your own greeting cards. People send out cards on various occasions and you guys have to come up with different ideas to help people to celebrate those life moments. For example, birthday cards, Christmas cards, baby shower cards, anniversary cards, etc. 
And if you guys don't know all the occasions, well, simply go to Hallmark or American Greetings, or even just going to the grocery stores and looking at the different sections of category and take a look of the products or the greeting cards they're already offering. So I suggest you guys actually focus on one or two really popular occasions that you wanted to focus and make a bunch of them. So make yourself known for a very specific type of card first, and then you can come back to expand, right? So for example, if your kids are really good at creating um, for their peers, maybe they can focus on a very small niche like birthday cards for girls who love unicorns, you know, something like that. Just remember, no matter what material they use to create, it is best for the artwork to stand out in color or form. So if you guys are using markers, acrylic or watercolor, those will be a better choice instead of pencil or color pencil. Okay, so if your kids and you wanted to learn how to create hand lettering using an iPad or a pencil, I highly suggest you guys go check out every-tuesday.com. For this series, we have invite, invited Atila, who is the founder of Every Tuesday, to speak on our podcast. So stay tuned for what she has to say about making pro um, printable product using digital tools. Okay, the second step after you created your own version of greeting cards is definitely to scan the work and then work it in Photoshop. So as a parent, this might be the part that you can start to help since your kid finished the creation of the greeting cards. Make sure you have a scanner and a computer to touch the artwork a little bit. Nowadays, a lot of um, the printers actually came with a scanner. So as long as the scanner is bigger than the drawing, and you can actually scan it directly into your computer. Just to make sure to use very high resolution scanning. So that is over than 300 dpi because uh, 300 dpi is for printing quality. Sometimes I would suggest using 600 dpi for very small pieces. Um, so just later that you when you uh, edit the piece that you can still enlarge it and not lose any quality. So keep a copy of a high resolution of the scan is very necessary. All right, after you scan your kid's art, the next thing um, is to touch the background a little bit and make, make it into the right size for printing. You may have to invest um, in subscribing to Adobe Photoshop or at least use a free trial version to touch those greeting cards. I'm not going into the details of um, telling you how to use the Photoshop to get rid of the original background and creating a, creating a um, greeting card size. Um, maybe you can find all those resources actually online quite easily. So after scanning um, the art, um, what would you do? So the next step is to find the right paper and printer or the print shop they are going to work with. Creating greeting cards is different from printing brochures or photos. It actually requires a thick cardstock that is in between 80 pounds to 150 pounds. So you may want to use some texture um, paper or slightly like natural color on the paper so it is not overly white or bright. And you can go to any print shop nearby and ask if they have the cardstock for you to choose from. And you can try to print some sample 
versions from there and decide if you're gonna you're going to use their paper or you can just find some paper stores uh, online or offline ask them to give you samples um, and then you can use your own paper to print out whatever you wanted to the size that you're setting up to so after you choose your paper the next thing is to decide where to go um, for printing are you going to print at home or are you thinking about using a print shop it could be a lot of work printing at home, but everything is controllable and that's a good thing. And it can be a lot cheaper than printing in a shop. And since you're going to produce a small quantity in the beginning, so it might be better if you start from home. But no matter whichever um, one you use, either at home or uh, going to the print shop, make sure you calculate the cost of each greeting cards with your kids so that you guys can decide what price you would charge on each card. Just be very careful that if you do decide to print at home, that you guys probably have to buy a new printer. So look closer to the printer's ability um, for what kind of size of paper or weight it can handle. Okay, you guys can call in to ask for details or even just to look through the reviews online and see how other people said it. All right, after that, what do you do? And then next, you're going to print a lot of samples and to improve. Maybe you will end up doing both print by yourself or get a sample from different print shops. And that is great because now you can actually compare the different print quality and see which one is better. So you also need to note down very specific detailed uh, cost based on the paper, on the quality, on the size that you decide. And that way, later you have a whole system for what is the best um, for your greeting cards. And then you can choose um, among those options later to make a better choice in the future. All right, after printing the samples and improve, uh, what's the next step? Now you have to pack your greeting cards and see um, how it will look like, you know, as a product. So you gotta buy maybe some envelopes or even packaging um, materials trying to put your cards together and make them look nice. So you can simply get all of your supplies online since right now, because of uh, quarantine, a lot of physical stores are closed. So check out um, on Amazon, check out Office Depot or Office Max. Check out their online stores if you can to see if they have any um, envelopes that is available like for 100 and 200 pieces and that can be mailed directly to your house. Um, make sure that you always look at the size, like what is the size of your card and what kind of size of the envelope you need. And if you decide to sell your cards in bundles, then try to buy like packages that can hold a specific pack, like five of them, 10 of them, or 20 of them together, and make sure that you know what is the width for the package and how many cards you can hold in it, all right? But if you do decide to sell them individually, maybe you can buy those like really thin plastic sleeves that you can insert one card at a time, and that can make your card look very like high quality and professional as well. All right, so now after you packaged your greeting cards in the envelopes, what would you do? 
The next step is definitely to try to prepare some product photos. Okay, it is important, especially when you are trying to set up a website or wanting to sell something online. You always wanted to present the best product photos, sometimes even better than the real products. So after you guys created this whole package of greeting cards, now take some good photos. So number one thing is always find natural or good lighting, and then play some nice background, and then you can take the photo. Okay, of course, it doesn't have to be just white background. You can also do in context photos. For example, you can have your hands、um, holding the card or place it somewhere standing on the shelf, on the bookshelf, and make it look very nice. Okay, so another thing, if you are familiar with Photoshop or、uh, just in general the photo touching softwares, you can definitely. Take a photo of your product and then use the Photoshop or other editing photo editing softwares to create some background or make it look nice, and that's even better. Okay, so make sure you take photos for individual products for the details, you know, of the drawing, of the paper quality, and even how the package was handled、um, in your product. And of course, if you have bundled packages, you wanted to take photo of a bunch of them. So in settings as well. So take very good product photos. Next step is after you created your product and you have to decide where you wanted to sell. In this whole series, we are going to interview guests who are selling at specific places. For example, Etsy store or Amazon, or they sell on their own website. And you guys have to make that decision when you have your products ready. So, are you going to sell on Etsy? Are you going to sell on F、um, on Amazon through FBA, like fulfilled by Amazon, or fulfilled by Merchant? Or are you guys going to build your own website? Or are you going to simply just sell on Facebook to family and friends, or through text messages? Yeah, or in the future when the quarantine is over and when it's easy and safe to go out, are you guys planning to go actually to different market, to farmers market or different places to sell your cards, and decide what platforms? And I think it's important to think about the strength and also your audiences in order to decide where you want to sell. Okay, so the next thing I think. Which could be the last thing after you started selling your product is just to make sure that you always started market your products.、Um, you can talk about it on your Facebook. You can tell friends and colleagues on Twitter, or even you can just you know mail some samples or sending some to friends who already know who already know you, and then just give them、uh, this kind of. Product that that to see if they have need, you know, for the future, and make sure you go through this whole process, and then later you can expand other product lines. So in the beginning, you don't have to produce a lot, and you don't have to focus on too many categories. And you you guys can just start small, maybe ten or twenty of them, and just focus on one or two things like birthday cards or Christmas cards. And then stick to it and see if that works out. And if you guys have other ideas, maybe you can expand your ideas later or try how to use that print to print on other kind of products like pillows, right, blankets, 
or a poster, however that works. And then you will have platforms for, um, for you to actually make products like that from online as well. All right, that's it. Um, as a parent, that is the process. You can potentially help your kids to turn their art and doodles into a greeting card business. Really, we are talking about real businesses, not just like imaginative businesses. That's why for this whole series, I mainly focus on chatting um, with our guests who have created their own greeting cards or printable products, okay? So that you guys can check out their website and see how they made it and just listen to their stories to get inspirations. And here, I'm going to give you guys a breakdown of who we are going to bring into this whole series. The first guest we have is Kelly Dumont. She's the founder and owner for Vintage Botanical Handmade Stationery. Kelly uh, grew up actually in a little town in a beautiful state of Michigan. She found her love for botanic prints a few years ago when she was doing product design for her company in St. Louis. She took her love for design and everything vintage related and started her own stationery business on Etsy. So it is fun to see that she took the vintage style and give it a new life, which is what she strives to do on her stationery. So she took um, the vintage prints and turned them into invitation, greeting cards and personal stationeries. And now she is blessed to actually work back home in Michigan and splitting her time between her Etsy business and being a mom and wife. So definitely she has a very good Etsy business. And if you guys are looking to start a store on Etsy, and definitely follow this episode by Kelly Dumont. All right, the next guest we have is Amanda Wintenbor. She's the founder and owner of Amanda Creation. Amanda's business actually started with her own interest on planning parties. And so if you are a mom who loves planning parties, maybe this could be an inspiration for you. She loved and still um, does to throw themed parties, but she just can't find the right supplies. So based on her interest and uh, with also her creativity in life, she actually started her own special invitation and party supply company. So she explored Etsy store first, but then now she decided to sell on Amazon. And she definitely found her way very successfully on Amazon using Fulfilled by Amazon. And that's why we are very excited to have her over on Spark Creators to tell her story and the lessons that she learned by making printable products, okay? So for those parents or kids who are thinking about to sell on Amazon, I think this is a great episode to follow, uh, to listen to uh, with Amanda to see how she actually moved from Etsy to Amazon and then made her business an automatic machine that sells like um, in a very profitable way. And the third guest we have is Tila Cunningham. She's the founder of Every Tuesday. Tila, she grown up in uh, upstate New York. She studied at SCAD, uh, which is um, Savannah College of Art and Design in Georgia. And she completed her bachelor's degree of fine art in graphic design in 2008. And she used to work as a designer at a startup um, for a children's gaming company. 
and uh, later she started founding her own company because she enjoyed really enjoyed sharing her knowledge about design software and also uh, hand lettering so she started her youtube channel back in uh, january of 2014 and the response that she got is really overwhelming and people loved her videos that's why she started doing more and more frequent videos and from there, she teaches uh, online courses for um, graphic designers, hand lettering, and a lot of other like technology that can help you make printable products. So basically, Tilla, she does not necessarily sell um, paper-based product, but everything she teaches and everything she shares can help you guys to make the best um, greeting cards or make the best printable products because you can learn hand lettering, you can learn Photoshop, you can learn Procreate and everything that related to how to create, um, yeah, you can find on her website, every-tuesday.com. All right, so that is Tila, our third guest. The fourth guest we have is Kirsty Wong. She's the founder of A Jar of Pickles. A Jar of Pickles is Christie's side business when she started in college. She taught herself how to use Illustrator and Photoshop. And then she designed logos, flyers for different student groups. She loved all the design experience, but she didn't really seriously pursue A Jar of Pickles or a career in design when she graduated. Instead, it took her a few years to actually fully invest um, in A Jar of Pickles while pursuing a job as a designer. So Kirsty is doing her business actually on the side as a side hustler for parents and kids who are thinking about just starting a business on the side. I think this actually applies to you guys probably really well because she mentioned a lot of interesting things about multitasking and being productive while working from a full-time job and um, taking some extra time to work on her business. So I hope that that kind of insight and also her design, her passion on the business can bring a lot of interesting experience and stories for you guys to learn as well. All right, that's it, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Spark Creators. And this whole series is about how to create printable products and start a greeting card business with your kids' art and doodle. So I hope you guys will enjoy this whole series. While your summer is starting, I hope that you can use some time to start create and also making a business starting now. Again, I am your host, Lee Zen. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to Spark Creators, a podcast that inspires kids and parents to create, learn, and become. All right, that's it. I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Spark Creators Podcast at peachandplumlab.com.